The Word of the Lord from Acts chapter 16, verses 9 through 15. A vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him and saying, Come over here to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. So, setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace, and the following day to Neapolis, and from there to Philippi, which is the leading district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in the city some days. And on the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer. And we sat down, spoke to the woman who had come together. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods, who was also a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her hearts to pay attention to what was said by Paul. And after she was baptized and her whole household as well. She urged us, saying, If you've judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our gospel reading is the Acts of the Apostles passage that I just finished reading for you and serves as the basis of our theme for this sixth Sunday of Easter. They shall prevail upon us. Today, if you are searching for something mystical, spiritual, mysterious, or even secretive, well, our beloved Apostle Paul saw it beforehand and was indeed in the very middle of it all. Today, Paul was drawn by the supernatural working of the Holy Spirit through the vision in the night of a Macedonian man. Come over to Macedonia and help us. And it's as if Paul said, Hang on, help us on the way. And so he did. And the journey he took through the cities he traveled just might be of interest to us today. First up, Samothraci, or Samothrace, as it says in English. This was a famous mystery center of their day. It was visited by Philip II, the father of Alexander the Great himself. Herodotus, the first true historian known in Western civilization. Ptolemy, an Egyptian considered to be one of the greatest astronomers because of the mathematical solutions he applied to astronomical problems. And even Emperor Hadrian, famous for his wall in Great Britain. Here, they all studied the secrets of the planet through smoky incense and mystical mantras that left them convinced of their superior knowledge and satisfied that their money was well spent. Second, Paul moved on to Neapolis, on the coast, in the northernmost part of the Aegean Sea. Imagine the promise that Atlanta or Jacksonville had being the brave new cities of the south. Then through Neapolis, the brave new city of the north, 
North Fijian Sea, that is, finally, on his third and presumably final stop, Paul arrives today in Philippi. It has none of the mystery of Samothraki, none of the new energy of Neapolis. Rather, it is thought to be a tired, run-down, old retirement community for Roman soldiers where Latin is the language and the law. So Paul has been sent to a land of no Hebrew or Aramaic, the language of God's revealed word. They must have been wondering, who in the world are we going to share the gospel with? You know, it reminds me of a mission church we were working on in Memphis when I was a vicar over 23 years ago. Excitement abounded amongst the area churches, especially the head pastor at Christ the King Lutheran Church, who was ready to lead the charge to find the lost. He shared a funny story of an individual that objected to our mission start. Apparently, this nice gentleman had poured over the demographic data, analyzed the culture and socioeconomic levels of the area where the church was to be planted, and in his final analysis, he determined the church should not be planted where we plan to plant it. The pastor was surprised and asked the man, why not? And he said, because there's no Lutherans there. Apparently, the lack of Lutherans in Philippi did not deter Paul one bit. In fact, the way they navigated to Macedonia tells us they were quite familiar and comfortable with the quest that lay ahead and more than able to see the journey through. But more importantly, Paul was obedient to the Holy Spirit's clear direction. In remaining those days in today's text, he discovered what the Holy Spirit had waiting for him all along. Lydia was waiting. And to be more precise, she is waiting for someone just like the apostles to share the truth with her. And when Paul spoke under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the Lord opened her heart to it and she believed it immediately. Right there, the mission was started, the sacrament was administered, and the receivers of God's grace were prevailed upon. And no sooner had God's grace prevailed upon Lydia than her hospitality prevailed upon them. What appeared to be nothing when they arrived in Philippi turned into a community of God's creating through the work of the Holy Spirit. This is the missionary mindset of God. You never know who the people are who need to hear the gospel, but God does. And Jesus knows well why he shed his blood on the cross. And just like we needed it, they need it too. This is the joy of mission that Paul shows us today. We are strengthened and guided by the Holy Spirit for whatever task that lies ahead. These last 15 years of faith have convinced me we can anticipate God revealing who we need to reach with the gospel. We have actively trained disciples to connect the lost with Jesus. Our school has made monumental changes that are breathtaking and inspiring. And your under-shepherds have worked tirelessly 
to draw us as close as we can be to the word of God and our true confession of faith. So we see our Macedonia. And we will know that these are the ones whom God elected waiting to hear the truth of Christ. And believe it or not, there are Lutherans there. They just don't know it yet. Praise God. We just need to share the gospel to let them know Jesus died for them so they could be with us. And then they will prevail upon us for the glory of God and our continuing mission to God's elect. Amen. Now may that grace which surpasses all understanding keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus always. Amen. Amen.